The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Always not a swindle. What you do is, see, you give them all your credit card numbers, and if one of them is lucky, they'll send you a prize. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Stop it! Stop it! Don't you realize you've just been brainwashed by corporate propaganda? And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store... At a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Lisa's a great egg moron. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, boy, we're all holding hands here in the studio. Mike Lomas, Mike Hayflick in studio this weekend. Yeah, Glenn taking off. Ooh, am I on? Yeah, yeah there you I, go. Does this thing work? <laughs> <laughs> they they use too many antiseptic wipes on it. I think. <laughs> I, think I actually think they <laughs> did. I, I, I can't even breathe in here anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Seattle. Uh, uh, Isn't that nice? Glenn Wiggle taking a week off, so he'll be yes. back next week. But. Uh, Seattle Mayor says it could be a summer of love. We just heard that That's during right. the break. A summer of Made love. Made us think of the birds and, and uh, Woodstock and yeah. and just smoking lots of weed. Absolutely. As we just burn down your city. Absolutely. And you watch. <laughs> and you watch. <laughs> yeah. Honest to God. So so Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin says, oh, come on, this could be a summer of love. Could you imagine that? These, you imagine people taking over blocks of your town. No. And you being that incompetent to say, this is a city of love. These people are great. They're peaceful protesters. We've got, oh, we've got all sorts of good stuff here. Man, if I'm the mayor uh, of that city, if I'm the mayor of that city, I'm going in block by block with some of, with, with the police, and I'm going to pull them out by their hair and say, mom and dad have dinner for you. Go right. back home. Go back home. Your basement apartment is, is still there. Go back home now. Well, who can do this? Who can go and just take over five blocks of a of a, a major if, a major if, U.S. city? If if you have an incompetent mayor that says it's okay, honey, it's well, all right. Listen, so so USA Today's Ryan Miller, this guy, you can tell he's got a lot of fortitude. You know, he's ready to stand up. He says, in Seattle, a group of peaceful protesters have. <laughs> cornered off several city blocks and established the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Like a block party. That's basically, he says, it's a sort of protest haven where artists paint murals, speakers discuss topics of racial equity, (laughs) snacks are handed out for free. (laughs) 
Of course that's, they're free. That's not the video I saw. And virtually no police are in sight. Yeah, I, the police, they decided to leave the area. They had spray painting done all over their building to turn it into the CHAZ Chaz yeah. deal. And, uh, and there's no, no plan for These them to go are, back. They're artists. They spray painted the damn building. They, they're artists. <laughs> they're artists. They're, they're discussing racing on the clock. They defaced property. They defaced property. My favorite is they're putting up a barrier, right? So they want open borders, but they're putting up a barrier. <laughs> they want walls. And they're protecting it with guns. They don't they, believe in the Second Amendment until it's protecting them. And, and Mayor Durkin says it is patriotism. That's what she calls oh, this. She okay. calls it patriotism. Yeah. wonder if she's got anyone protecting her every time she's leaving her house I, and heading up to... Uh, I mean, does she even have like a a, a city hall? Uh, you know, originally I thought you know Trump should get a handle on this and send in some folks from the federal government. Let's clean this up. But this, the you know what, if this mayor is this incompetent, you know, let these cities if they want to be unpoliced, let them be unpoliced. Let them be unpoliced. That's fine. Yep. Okay, let them be. I'll tell you this: the suburbs are arming themselves up. They'll oh, be yeah. safe, right? A record amount of people I know are getting their pistol permits now. I've had no doubt. multiple people, a few people ask me to sign off, you know, as a, as a witness for them, their character witness this week. Yep. So, you know what? I, the suburbs will be safe. I don't know. You want to let I've these cities a... burn. They're all run by Democrats. They're all liberal <laughs> right. Democrats. They're, all, you're, they're smashing your city, Mayor. I mean, unreal. I've heard people saying, you know, I don't think it's good enough to just have something that takes someone down if they break through my front door anymore. I want something that I can see them maybe 100 yards away approaching mm. my home yeah. or neighborhood yeah. because I'm not letting them think they yeah. can come all the way to my doorstep. Uh, don't don't think for a second the suburbs won't be protected and safe. Yeah. They'll be protected and safe. Crazy. Um, it's always an open mic session here, folks. As you know, you can reach us at 803-0930 with calls and texts. So please text us, call us. Don't wait till the end of the show. Uh, star 930 from your cell. If you're listening on WFTL in 850 in South Florida, uh, if you're listening anywhere, in fact, anywhere online, radio.com, iHeartRadio, uh, you can call us at 1-800-616-9236. Yeah. Um, always we, an open mic session, by the way. Always, yeah. always. And uh, we're going to have a few people calling in today, um, finding out some of their success stories, helping people. Um, and we want to hear what you're thinking about this defund the police cry. Everything's all about defunding the police, but... Um, I had an article I know I found uh, about Chicago having the worst three days in their modern history, whatever that means. But That's unreal. I, I think unreal. it was the most, the deadliest day in 60 years, 18 murders in 24 hours this was. Mm. This was only four days ago. So um, they basically, they're, they're literally talking to each other now on calls saying, I've never seen anything like it. Like, we don't know what's going on. Like, these are the leaders of the city yeah. saying, what's going on? How could they How could they do this yep. to each other? Crime up in Los Angeles up 250% last week. Yep. 250%. Yep. Time to start supporting the police officers, folks. Just right? doesn't make any sense. I yeah. mean, I mean, the idea of, um, you know, that we don't need police anymore. Yeah. But we don't need the police. How yeah. how on earth do you get there? Yeah, well, I saw a bunch of folks, different, uh, you know, whatever positions they were in New York City, saying enough is enough, right? Mm -hmm. These police officers are not burning down the buildings. These are not the bad guys. These are the good guys, right? And the, unfortunately, the few, uh, quote, protesters that are the looters that are now saying, you know, dismantle it, these cities are listening to them, right? Oh, yeah. Which is amazing yeah. to me, right? I don't care yep. what color you are. You're black, white, red. You call 911, you want somebody qualified to show up, right? I, I would. I, my, I've got black friends. They want yep. people to show up if they're calling 911. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, can we have some more advanced training for the, some of these departments? Okay. I'm willing to listen. 
listen to that, right? right? But come on, start dismantling. Can you play the clip from Byron Brown, Frank? Listen to this. This is a Byron Brown earlier this week. Byron, I like you. He seems like a nice enough guy. I'd love mm-hmm. to go out and have a, a Miller Lite with Byron Brown. He seems like a really good guy. But this is the type of Democrat leadership. Mm-hmm. We're not only getting in Buffalo, all over the country. And it is absolutely unacceptable, by the way. And don't, you know, I, I continue to hear, by the way, that all oh, these two police officers, how bad they were in the national news for pushing this guy over. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You go at riot police and start looking like you're going to grab their mm-hmm. stuff. You're going to get pushed over. And they're approaching Too you. bad. So that's like 50 of them or whatever the number yeah. was, 40, yeah. 50 of these people yeah. moving toward you. Yeah. And you just think, oh, no, just break through this. Yeah. We already know this guy was an instigator. He's done that multiple right. times. First of all, if you're going to be an instigator and get in the middle of that stuff, eventually you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know, you're, that's the deal. And right? he wasn't asking for like, where's the, 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 the nearest coffee shop? Yeah. We should be supporting those police officers more and more people need to step up i I, my understanding is there was a um someplace down in south florida that said you know we'll take you guys we'll Mm -hmm. take you guys we saw what happened we'll take you guys i would take those guys any day of the week you know what you're Mm going to go up to a police i don't care what age you are these by the way these police officers lives matter they matter they want to go home they have kids they want to go home we're throwing first of all we're throwing bricks we're not there's people throwing bricks at these police officers setting off m80s at them and mm-hmm. yet, you've got somebody coming up looking like they're going to reach at him. And I hear, well, these police officers really should have taken their time and, and really should what? Like, we're going to sit down and have coffee with this I guy? Know. So know. guess what? I've got to deal with this guy coming after me, trying to maybe grab my stuff. He looks like he's got his cell phone and he's wanding it around. Mm-hmm. And what happens? A brick hits me in the back of the head and I don't get to go home and see my you know, right. ch- children. Right. I don't yep. get to go home and see my wife. Everybody needs to start waking up and supporting these people. Can we play that clip from Byron Brown? This is just total incompetence, and it's continuing to happen in every Democrat city. There would be a lot of instances of low-level crime, nonviolent crime, uh, crimes that do not involve property damage, weapons possession, large drug sales, where instead of making an arrest, the police could issue an appearance ticket. Mm. Appearance ticket, yes. And then then we're going to march you to the community hall, and you're going to write, I will not steal, I will not do graffiti 100 times. Well, oh. the, the community hall was looted, and that's, that's, that's gone. True. That's all smashed. <laughs> they set yeah. it ablaze. Yeah, you're going to have to find a different um, room for that. The chalkboard has been smashed. Okay, you're going to go on the, the city street then with spray paint, and you're going to <laughs> spray paint because you're good at that. You're going to be an paint. artist. You're going to be an artist. You're an, art, you're an artist, yes. and we're going to have songs like Turn, Turn, Turn playing, <laughs> and we're going to pass out free he, free snacks. Yeah, he goes out. Can we play that whole clip? Does he Honest have more to God. Frank, he he goes on to say that he you can steal just you just a certain amount of stuff. It's, right. Yeah. Right. You know. And by the way, if it's food, that's okay. All right. Let me sure. so let me understand this, Baron. Uh, let's just say I happen to be a black man and I mm-hmm. open up a store and you, and I'm I've leveraged my mortgage, everything I have, and now mm-hmm. other people come in and steal from this store. Right. Right. And let's and they, say it's twenty five people yeah, a day. Yeah. Let's say twenty five because none steal. of them are going to get in trouble. And How, we'll just get everybody to do it. Am I going to be able to survive? Right? Let's just think this through for a little bit. Let's also think: Is that the? And he goes on to say, "Well, you know what? We can't arrest these people in front of other people. Why not? Why? They're doing Why something not? wrong. They're doing something wrong and illegal. Right? I just wonder if if any of these politicians have family members that actually owned businesses. Yeah. Well, by or their own children. What if their own children said, "You know what? I got out of school, or I decided right out of school I'm going to start a business." Yeah. 
what if those businesses were getting looted? What if they were getting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, if any of our elected officials actually ran a business, they would not be. They this would not doing. They this. would understand, right? They would understand. Oh my god, they just, just can't have this, right? And, and what does this lead to, right? So little Billy gets an appearance ticket for stealing, right? right? Oh, right. Oh, 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 that wasn't a big deal. Right? And, and let's let's see, uh, is he going to keep that appearance ticket? Yeah. Is he actually going to appear? Mm-mm. I mean, give me a break. Well, we already know that's not happening, right? We already know bail reform, and right. Andrew Cuomo can't figure out why. Geez, we arrested these looters, and they're right back out on the street. Yeah. Hmm, Andrew, I don't know why. Yeah, well, the looters, I don't know why. If the, the, the rapists and the murderers are allowed out of prisons during yeah. COVID, then yeah. of course, then anyone yeah. who just loots. Come yeah. on, it's just looting. Yeah. Think, think about this. We all taught, as, as you know, when you're teaching, you're raising your children, if you stop it early, they won't continue to do it, right? right. So, all right, I saw you steal, and little, little, little Billy gets the little notice, right? I'm going to stand you in the corner, right? Okay, nothing really happens to little Billy. Do you think he's going to come back and try to steal more? I think so. I, I think right? so. I don't I know that he so. got. I don't think he learned his lesson. Holy who, cow! Who was it who said, "Oh, oh, it's not violence when you when you burn down buildings"? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> oh, the Baltimore mayor. Oh, okay. Yeah, look, Is it? We violence? didn't really sanction. We need to, but another Democrat, another right. bright Democrat. How about right? the Rochester uh, business owner though? The yeah. woman who got beaten yeah. with two by fours. Right. Was Terrible. that violence? Terrible. Well, the she's Dallas a business, business owner, owner, so it's really not violence if it's a business owner because they're just trying to make money. It's capitalism, right? Gone amok. Unreal. Any, anyway, hey, so um, please, uh, we got all sorts of calls lined up, and uh, Mike, you'll be first on deck. We're going to take a quick break here. If you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. Uh, you can reach us here in Western New York at 633-1515, 833-FIN-GUYS, if you'd like to call us on that toll-free number. If you're in South Florida listening, 561-641-5050, certainly like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys. You can even tweet us throughout the show, folks, with your thoughts or questions. Um, we have a, a podcast out, another podcast this past week, I think, right? You and Glenn. Yeah, our podcast a- you can find uh, on our website, thefinancialguys.com. And, uh, uh, you know, I would encourage you to really listen to that. We're allowed to, you know, get a little bit more into it. We love doing it, yeah, but uh, yeah. that's uh, a format that's really great. So make sure you go to our website, uh, thefinancialguys.com, for Absolutely. all the info. Absolutely. YouTube channel, hit the bell. Uh, yes. See us anytime you want, uh, folks. I'll tell you, that's a big deal, folks, because, you know, we're, you know, more and more conservative talk is being hammered. It's funny mm-hmm. because somebody uh, was trying to remove somebody from the one of the Rochester uh, people because they were supporting hmm. the Second Amendment. And they were emailing me saying, I heard your commercial run on this Rochester station. You shouldn't be supported. I said, why is it? You know, I can't stand the view, but I don't write them and say they should be off the air. Like, they right. just want to dismantle everything. They right. want to ruin everything no. in the in the name of peace and love. I actually want to hear what they say like, so I can actually consider yeah. it and maybe debate it. Yeah. If you don't like the show, don't listen to the show. <laughs> right. Uh, it's real easy. I don't like the view. I don't watch it. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't watch it. It's sort of like, yeah, like, like, don't yeah. poke your finger with that, that yeah. glass. You're gonna, you're gonna, yeah. you know, you're gonna bleed if you do that. Okay, mm. I won't do that. Mm. It makes sense. Anyway, we're Not gonna to take them. a quick break. We're gonna take some phone calls when we return. Um, you're listening to the Financial Guys Radio Network here. Mike Lomas, Mike Hayflick here in studio today for Glenn Wiggle. Uh, you're listening to News Radio 930 WBEN. <laughs> You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930.
All righty, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, this is News Radio 930 WBN. We are the Financial Guys. Mike Hayflick sitting in for Glenn Wiggle, but I am alongside the normal host, Mike Lomas. One of them, yeah. He said, "You want to go ahead and run with the uh, run with the hosting duties?" I said, "Absolutely." Yeah. So um, anyway, yes. So always an open mic session here. Um, we're going to be hearing from one of our colleagues, Mike Sparaza, our property and casualty specialist. Yeah. Insuring homes and autos. Absolutely. So I, I was yell- I get yelled at by Kelsey McCool because Kelsey says, don't say property <laughs> casualty. Nobody knows what it is. You insure homes and autos. I think okay. I, I never, I don't think I knew well into my later years, probably yeah. 20s, 30s maybe, but yeah. I didn't know what that meant. So yeah, yeah it's uh, autos and homes. It's the things that we insure. Uh, and we always want to have the best coverage, but we want to do it at the lowest cost. And that's what Mike Sparaza he literally sees tens of people, twenties of people every yeah. week, it seems, and his team is growing too. Yeah. So it's not just him anymore. Um, after the next break, we're going to have our friends from Hogan Willig, and uh, so stay tuned for that. You'll hear from our our friends from yeah, law Steve, firm, Hogan Steve Willig. Cohen and um, Diane Tiveron. And, yeah, uh, they were the ones that yes. actually initiated the lawsuit against Andrew Cuomo. So we're going to talk to them. It's funny, Ryan Norton texted me their breaks. He says, large drug sales. So uh, Byron Brown doesn't want large <laughs> drug sales. So make sure you drug dealers, if you're tuning in to the Financial Guys on News Radio 930 right now, I want you to know that the city of Buffalo, it's yeah. okay. if you It's a small fine if you break it up. Right. So I want you to change your business model a little bit, okay? If you're thinking about distributing <laughs> cocaine or heroin Just- in the inner city now, all yeah. you need to do is small quantities, not big quantities, and they'll just you know they'll just give you an appearance, That's an appearance, all. an appearance ticket. Yeah. Just show yeah. up somewhere, so just wave, wave into the yeah. window. Hey, I'm here. Oh yeah, yeah go ahead. So You're do fine. yourself a favor, right? Easy to buy homes for five thousand dollars right. on the east side of Buffalo. So you buy them. You just make sure you you just you know change your model a little bit. Yep. No big quantities, smaller quantities. Get it out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. So so through this, Mike. By the way, on the drugs uh, front, right? Trump is still working for us. A yeah. billion dollars worth of drugs at sea amid the pandemic. It was huge. A, a billion dollars worth of drugs seized in the Caribbean and the Eastern Pacific. And uh, who's this now? Wolf. Um, it must be his. Yeah, Homeland Secretary, uh, acting Homeland Secretary, uh, Chad Wolf says. The fact that all of this done was in the span of two months within the COVID-19 environment is nothing short of remarkable. So, um, you know, 94,000 pounds of cocaine, 9,200 pounds of marijuana from these smugglers. So someone's still working, folks, mm. even if these other politicians are just supporting and and saying, let's defund the police. Let's let let, let our cities be taken over by mm. peaceful protesters yeah. Yeah. that build barricades and walls. It's all good. Trump is still working for us. And uh Let's go ahead and bring in Mike. Yeah. Uh, we'll bring in Sounds Mike good. Sparaza. Mike, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're best, good. Best, as uh, Mr. Bauer would say, best ever. <laughs> best ever. Yeah. Best day ever. I like that. Best <laughs> ever. Tell us about what's going on. Savings, checking account coverage you told me to talk about, deductibles. What does that mean? Yeah, so so we're, you know, we've been doing a lot every week, meeting, like Mike Hayflick says, you know, 10, 20 people a week, and, and it's the same story every week, right? We, we take the 14 minutes, we gather the info, we shop around coverage. We check deductibles. Uh, you know, we make sure you have the right coverage. And, and a lot of the times, it's you know, two hundred dollars of savings, four hundred dollars of savings, five hundred dollars, two thousand dollars. You name it. So I think sometimes for people just taking that look. I know it's not the most fun thing to do. It's pretty dry. But taking that look can really save you a lot of money. Yeah. One one thing that I found was was sort of uh, humorous. I have sent a lot of people your way. You are doing just a phenomenal job. They 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 not only comment how easy it is to do it. They regret not doing it sooner. But what's really funny is I'll hear people say, oh, I just went from this company to that other company. And I'll say, actually, I just did the reverse. 
Why? Because whatever coverage I had with the existing company, it seemed like it got more and more expensive. Yeah, they, if you neglect it, they're yeah, never going to call you. I did. You. I did what... until I went through you, Mike. And and you know, basically though, it's so funny. Like it, it's not that there's any bad companies out there, but sometimes I think it's just time to get a fresh start. Mm-hmm. No, and I think that's the rule of thumb, right? The longer you stay with someone, it's going to increase every year, every couple years. And, and you know, a lot of people we help, they've been with the same company for 10, 15, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like like you said, the, the rates just go up. And, and you know what, sometimes and the rates going up is they don't update their coverage over over the years, right? So as you go on in your life, you know, your needs change and what you need for insurance changes. So, you know, maybe your $100 deductible that you had 20, 30 years ago, you can bump to $500, save you some money, or you need to update liability, you know, or add an umbrella if kids are driving. So things like that, it's really important to take a look. Right. A lot of times people will say, oh, I just kind of feel bad that, uh, you know, I've worked with this this group for a while, or this was the, the daughter or the son coming out of school. And so what would you say to people like that? I mean, I do feel for them. I mean, I get it. You know, you have contacts, friends, family, and all that. But what would you say to people like that? No, I think I think relationships, of course, are important. But I, I also think, you know, sometimes some of these agents or brokers that people work with really can't shop you. If they don't have other companies, they really can't do anything. Right. So that's one side of it. The other side of it, too, is I always tell us to clients when they say, oh, well, can I go back and ask my guy about that? I always say, well, I mean, it's kind of his job for him to do that for you. you right, know, right. And we're calling him. So it, it took someone like us to reach out to you, to talk to you, to, you know, make that change or have you see those the differences you know right so so yeah so it's about great protection at low cost mike thanks we got to hit the uh the hard break coming up shop shop shop, right shop all the companies and that's what you can do yeah folks we're gonna gonna take a quick break when we return we'll have our friends from hogan willig and uh so stay tuned here on news radio 930 wben to the financial guys to reach glenn and mike now call 803-0930 toll free at 800-616-WBEN and cell calls are free at star 930 now here's glenn wiggle and mike lomas Alrighty, welcome back. I'm gonna call this episode of the Financial Guys Radio the Show of Love. It's like <laughs> it's the summer of love. It's like the summer of love that the Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin says is happening in her yeah. wonderful city, where they take over five blocks and barricade them, build walls. That's interesting. Yeah. They don't want protected with guns, and they don't want to be called illegal aliens, though. They, they, but they will build walls, spray paint other people's property, and call it artists. Yeah, spray Tiste. knock they down statues. They'll, they'll build their own. They're creating their own history. Yes. Right? Another thing we should talk about. Just erase all of our history, right? (laughs) All those awful things that have happened in our history, let's just erase them. Let's not learn from them. We won't learn from them, no. No. Because then you'll have kids growing up thinking, what, the worst thing in the world is what? Yeah. 
that there aren't jobs available yeah, for them? No, nah, there really are. And the police aren't there anymore. Instead of calling 911, you just call unicorns and fairy dust. And they they call, five uh, days from now. we're going to call the Community Organizer Protection Unit, which actually spells COP, C-O-P. <laughs> so they're going to actually create their own community organization protection staff or whatever they want to yeah, call them. It's good. It's, it's just good. awful. Um, it's all love. Yeah. <laughs> the show of love. It's in the summer of love. So here we are, folks. Um, if you need us throughout the week, we do manage money for a living. Uh, you can reach us. We have a, just a fabulous team. You heard from Mike Sparaza a short moment ago and on the auto and home front. Um, right now, though, we're going to bring in a couple of our friends from Hogan Willig, Steve Cohen, and Diane Tiveron. Yeah, can and, you lock um, them in, guys? Are you able to lock them in? Perfect. And Perfect. I know we've had Diane on the show before, too. So I just, yeah, there we there go. There we go, locking them in. We got them. And I think we have you both. Steve, Diane, are you there? Yes, I'm, we're here. Diane's Terrific. Old, Diane, you've been on the show before. You're a pro. <laughs> we'll break Steve in here. How are you guys? See, we'll see. Yeah. So, so are you suing? Let me ask you this right off the bat, if you don't mind. Are you suing Governor Cuomo? Are you suing New York State? Just bring everybody up to speed. And I know many have heard the story before. I know you were on with Tom Bowerly, but has anything changed since you've started the lawsuit? Um, well, first of all, it, it, we basically brought the lawsuit against the governor and against the attorney general in their representative capacity. We did not technically sue New York State. Um, as far as what has changed, we have, uh, we have amended our complaint uh, to add a few more causes of action, um, or at least to fine-tune what we had originally filed. So um, we really haven't received any response, uh, so to speak, from New York State, or I should say from the governor or from the AG's office. So hard to report on that right now, but that's, that's where we're at. Hmm. So, so when I hear about lawsuits, I'm usually thinking like winning and losing. What would you call winning? Like if you, if you could look down the road and say, I think we won, what would that look like? Um, to basically establish that what happened was unconstitutional under a New York state and a, a federal interpretation. Mm -hmm. um, of, you know, we've got a number of causes of action, but at its core is that this, this was not a fair uh, exercise of power, um, and uh, that would be that would be a win. In right, right. What we're trying to do. So in the future, this this type of thing wouldn't happen, like for hopefully decades, generations, or, or to a come. second wave, right, or a third wave, or a fifteenth wave. Yeah, that's a concern. A lot of people ask us that, and I, you know, I do want Steve to chime in. A lot of people ask us, well, geez, I mean, if things are going to start getting back to normal, so to speak, and uh, you know, and, and people kind of back down, and we go to the way things were, would you? And I think that the idea is, is that we are worried because you are hearing, starting to hear in other states things. About about the second wave and mm -hmm. the next waves. And so there's a there's a concern that this will just continue. Can, can I ask, and I think a lot of other people are sort of thinking this too, and maybe to Steve, you can talk about this. What, what's the time frame? I know, you know, Wisconsin, there was some kind of a lawsuit, not being an attorney, right? And then all of a sudden, Wisconsin opened up and everything, they were, you know, on the national news, Wisconsin was going to explode because the bars opened up, which didn't happen. So, but, um, you know, what's the difference between what they did and what you're trying to do? All right. Well, uh, three three states have had lawsuits against their governors for this kind of action. Uh, first and foremost, we are looking to hold the governor to a constitutional standard, and I think even more egregiously, we're trying to hold the attorney general. Uh, it is up to her as the AG to enforce the laws, yet she is enforcing blatantly unconstitutional executive orders. Mm -hmm. No state constitutional authority or federal constitutional authority. So. Um, this isn't going to end just when things open up, when businesses open up again, because the precedent has been set, and the president has been set that the, the governor can uh, create executive orders, basically legislate, 
as an executive uh, time after time after time. It's gone on for months. He, he started with Executive Order 202 in early March. Mm-hmm. Now he's up to 202.40, Yeah. I, so, I mean, <laughs> nobody has the opportunity in this state, it seems to me, to debate. Or, I mean, there's no legislation. There's no discussion, right? I mean, it's just going right to quote. Whatever Andrew wants to do, he's going to do. You know, look, I'm a diehard Democrat. I've mm-hmm. grabbed my whole life. But I, I, I was uh, very disturbed way back, you'll remember, um, back in 2013, the governor passed the SAFE Act. It was a firearms, a Second Amendment uh, restrictive act. Uh, you know, and I, uh, whether one has a problem with the legislation or, or not and the terms of it, it was passed under cover of darkness. Mm-hmm. have the opportunity to go through committee, to go through debate, you know, and he raises the, you know, he brings the, uh, the bill up on, on January um, 14th. He declared there to be an emergency, and he got passage the same day, or actually the, day, the, the assembly waited a day and passed it on the 15th. Mm-hmm. So at that time, uh, a lot of people, a lot of, you know, liberal Democrats, civil rights lawyers, who, uh, were, were upset not so much with the terms of the SAFE Act, although that's uh, perhaps for a different discussion, but the fact that this is a governor who believes that he can declare an emergency uh, necessity anytime he wants. And I was waiting for the other shoe to drop, and then when this pandemic came down the pike, uh, he declares there to be an emergency, and he says that pursuant to Section 29A of the executive law in the New York State Constitution, he has the authority to control all of government. <laughs> and that was that, that was troubling to me. And I, I took a look at it, and, and the he conve- you know he convened the legislature uh, three days before that, and the legislature abdicated their authority. They turned over their authority to the governor. Hmm. You can't do that. The doctrine of separation of powers is not subject to, to change. You don't suspend the Constitution because of a crisis or a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, I, this seems to me just so obviously unconstitutional. I mean, to tell business owners you're not allowed to open. You know, we were talking before the show started. You know, we're out in the Alma East Aurora area, and there are so many businesses just in that little town mm-hmm. that are not going to open, that are just not going to make it through this. And, and I, I can't believe it. And I'm thinking, how in the world? I mean, we have never, in the that I can ever look back and see, we've never quarantined healthy people. We've asked sick people to stay at home, right. but never said, hey, you're 100% healthy, don't leave your house. <laughs> I mean, to me, this just is so obvious. And the moving of the goalposts is what I think frustrates so many people. They, they were planning. We have a friend who owns a nail salon and literally had, I think, 40-plus appointments in her book for – it was a couple weeks ago. She thought she was ready to be uh, approved to be open, mm-hmm. had to cancel every appointment. Mm. And, and when I was kind of saying, like, I'd do them. Just do them because yeah. you, you're not going to win yeah. no matter what you do. Yeah, well, if I was a but, business that was, quote, unessential, uh, I would have been open. I right. would have just said, forget it. I would have called these folks and said, have my back. Let's go after right. them. So, uh, Diane and Steve, I'm just curious now. This 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 seems to supersede, like, the party line thing, right? Because let's face it. We have a Democrat governor. We have a Senate majority of Democrats. We have an assembly that's a majority of Democrats. Is this just a case of nobody willing to say, whoa, 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 like, we don't care if we're all on the same side here. Mm -hmm. This is just not right. I think that, um, I think this is something that is not part of a political discussion. I mean, I understand people are trying to make it into that, but there is, to, to, to expect that we have our constitutional rights in this country mm-hmm. or in this state is really not a political matter. 
Um, people can try to make it that, but the reality is, is that this is something that, that these are the protection of these laws are to be enjoyed by everyone. And one of the reasons that I'm kind of on the line here, uh, Steve, is you know, certainly the, the more uh, uh, the more able to speak to the to the legal issues. But you know, I'm here because I you know is part of helping to run the firm. Uh, to the extent that I do, and having business clients that I talk to every day that are worried and concerned, and that's not political. Uh, that's just people, hardworking people, um, trying to wonder what, mm-hmm. what the following days are going to bring to them, and even just trying to make sense. I had people that just didn't understand guidelines or how they were going to be enforced or how they were even hmm. possible. And, um, you know, you just, you, you're talking to people who have worked so hard. And, uh, That's for sure. Including in our law firm. I mean, we're, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, we, we, we did this because we, we saw this going down a rabbit hole, our whole, our whole conversation, our whole discussion with the attorney general's office w- was just becoming so, um, uh, just unwieldy. And mm-hmm. Emails that are, you know, that aren't kind of the, yeah. the the definition of that slippery slope yeah. problem <laughs> Go, going back to to your suit but then looking at what they've done and I think the biggest thing to me was the fact that they've continued to move the goalpost as Mike has said right we were told that we need to flatten the curve and I think a lot of business owners said okay if that's the case right that our, our hospitals are going to be overwhelmed and all this stuff uh, but they didn't. They, then they totally changed it. I mean, the hospitals weren't even near what they said was going to happen, right? In fact, now or weeks ago, we were laying off doctors and nurses and all kinds of stuff, which to me was a good thing. Okay, look at you thought that you know this was going to hit you know two, three, four million people, and we were told that the death rate was going to be seven percent. Now we're realizing it was point zero zero something, mm-hmm. but it it's, it all of a sudden moved to. We need to find a cure for this. <laughs> and I'm thinking, when did that happen? And that's not what business owners were originally told, right? The other thing is, isn't isn't my business my property? I mean, can I just walk into my property and do what I want to do with that? I mean, within reason? I, where, how, you know, where, where does that – does that help? I mean, it's got to be part of the lawsuit, I would think, right? All right. You, you just said a whole lot, and I've, I've got to challenge you on something, if you don't mind. That, sure. You know, you're saying that because the medicine turned out to be wrong, therefore the governor was wrong. No, I, I disagree with that. Okay. No, I, I'm saying the, the data was changed, and that, you know, doesn't that mean that we were told that we need to flatten the curve, right? You're not going to – look, at, if we can flatten the curve and not overwhelm the system, then we can, then we can open stuff. But that, we did flatten the curve, right? In fact, it went way down. And we found out that the death rate was a lot less, but yet my many businesses like our buddies' nail salons mm-hmm. and our mm-hmm. hairdressers, they're still not open. All right, everything you said is correct, but I still say that doesn't matter as far as my lawsuit, our lawsuit is concerned. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the medicine, yes, uh, turns out to be wrong. And certainly what the governor did, he did in everyone's best interest, or what he thought to be in everyone's best interest. Mm-hmm. No question about it. But what he did is unconstitutional. Yeah. You don't, you know, sure, a monarchy is a far more efficient form of government than a democratic republic. <laughs> question. But he doesn't get to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, uh, well, you know, aren't these our businesses? Don't we get to make our own decisions? Yes. There have been 38 pandemics or, or epidemics that have hit the United States of America um, over the last couple of hundred years. You know, and a smallpox, yeah. cholera, typhus, typhoid. Sure fever, malaria, in more recent years, Legionnaire's disease, uh, avian flu, etc. But in all of those instances, government's job would be to keep everybody informed, mm-hmm. 
but people will self-quarantine. If I, if I think that there's a, a, a deadly disease floating around, right. I'm going to make sure my children, well, they're, they're adults now, but if I had control over them, I'd sure. <laughs> Uh, you know, that they wore masks, they stayed away from other people. The governor is not our father. Mm-hmm. He's not our king. I agree. So the constitutional um, requirements, not suggestions, the constitutional requirements of the New York State Constitution, that there be a separation of powers, where there be a legislature, there's a legislature that legislates, and a governor that uh, uh, is an executive, and a judiciary suggests that the governor can't say, courts are now closed. And... I'm having executive order 202.1, you know, point zero all the way to 40, because I think that's when, what's in everyone's best interest. Mm-hmm. Well-intentioned or not, the governor doesn't have that authority. So the, we're hoping that the federal court is going to say, you know what, the constitutions of the state of New York and the United States of America are not suspended in time of crisis. The constitutions were drafted by some pretty smart people, and it provides for what to do in the event of a crisis. And you know what the governor has the authority to do in a crisis? He has the authority on an emergency basis to convene both houses right. of the state legislature so that they can legislate. That's not what happens. Not right. Happened. Well, and I think through this whole thing, and we're, we're continuing to see it, I think, emerge or continue in society, is this whole idea of personal responsibility is sort of gone out the window. And if a few are vulnerable or if a few are misbehaving or a few are criminals, everybody's now got to live under a certain sort of new uh, you know, restrictions, a new, new set of orders, basically. Mm-hmm. And that really bothers me. I, I, I agree with you, Steve, on that front where I think I would do the right thing. I think I do the right thing. I mm-hmm. think my kids will do the right thing. I, I, I think we don't get enough credit because personal responsibility and personal choice continues to be taken away, even from the most responsible people in the in the society. Yep. Uh, let me ask you this. Can, can other businesses get involved in this suit, or is that a separate suit? It's a separate suit, and okay. we, you know we have been talking to other business owners, especially those with um, licenses um, that, that that depend on licenses in order to uh, to continue. And we've also uh, talked to some healthcare workers as well, as far as their own lawsuits. But as far as this one is concerned, this is sort of a standalone. It's not. It's not. It wouldn't be easy for somebody to hop on or join this um, mm-hmm. particular uh, action. But um, there are other. You know, uh, classes, so to speak, that we have been talking to, you know, that, that um, as you can imagine, have been hit um, yeah. by, by what has been happening. And, and do you think there will be some, some monetary at the, you know, money at the end for these folks? I mean, is there, is, will, can we sue? And, you know, if I was forced to shut my business down and didn't survive, do you think there's some kind of a positive outcome for them? That's tough to say. The primary goal for the lawsuits, both our lawsuit, Hogan Willig versus uh, Letitia James and Mm -hmm. Cuomo, and the two class actions for businesses around the state um, and healthcare workers, uh, is really for injunctive relief. But uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, one of the fundamental bases for our lawsuit with healthcare workers is because the governor arbitrarily without legislative authority, ordered that healthcare workers be tested twice a week, whether they have symptoms or not. Insurance companies were refu- refusing to pay for that testing because they say, look, we're not going to pay for testing unless you- it shows symptoms, so it's an unfunded mandate. So in that instance, yes, uh, remuneration for the, uh, I'll call them co-pays or the costs of testing, is absolutely going to be sought. Hmm. As far as the uh, recompense to businesses that, mm-hmm. that are going down, you know, that's, that's not clear at this time. 
Okay. Yep. Uh, would you guys be uh, able to just stay on just for another few minutes right after a quick break? Sure. Perfect. That'd, that'd be terrific. Thank you. Folks, if you're listening, you're tuning in right now, you're just getting in or out of your car, you're online listening, we appreciate it. Mike Hayflick, Mike Lomas, we are with the Financial Guys, and I'm sitting in for Glenn Wiggle this week, and uh, he's enjoying a little little bit of sun, probably some out, something outdoor, probably relates to something like hunting or fishing. That's my guess. Uh, if you'd like to text us, um, we're going to hit the phone shortly, but we're going to come back after a quick break. Um, we are... Just currently talking to Diane Tiveron and Steve Cohen of the law firm Hogan Willig. Uh, we're just going to take a quick break, okay? You're listening to News Radio 930 WBEN. Forget the extremists. It's simple. No one hunts with an assault rifle. No one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. You're listening to The Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. This is Mike Hayflick. We have Mike Lomas in studio, the two of us this weekend, and uh, we appreciate it if you have tuned in. Um, we have uh, right now Diane Tiveron and Steve Cohen of the law firm Hogan Willig, and they are taking on our governor and the uh, attorney general for what they're seeing as just an absolute abusive uh, a moment here in trying to take over you know, more, more power than the governor really ought to take uh, without consulting with some of the legislative body. So, um, you know, yeah, this is yeah, it's quite a quite a moment that a, a firm has taken on the state. Yeah. And by the way, thanks, Steve and Diane, for joining us. And I really do appreciate what you two are doing. Um, can I ask you, actually, if there's business owners out there that want to talk to you, is there a phone number you could share with them? Um, I mean, uh, sure, of course. Um, our office uh, here is 716-636-7600. Okay, and I'm sure HoganWillig.com, is that it? Uh, HoganWillig, that's uh, a tongue twister. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is, if you could just throw the website out there as well. Oh, did yeah. I lose you guys? Th that website? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Willig.com, H-O-G-A-N-W-I-L-L-I-G. Com. Okay. Terrific. Can I ask you this? So I'm a, a small business owner out there, and um, you know some of the businesses are now being a, sort of allowed to open, but not really. I mean, the massive amount of restrictions that are being put on these businesses. You know, again, we were told to flatten the curve. We were told that you know, if we just don't overwhelm the healthcare system, you can open up. But now they're saying you can op open up as long as you wear a space suit and a hazmat suit. And your employees, I, I had to fill out a, well, I didn't do it, uh, I should say Glenn filled out a 28-page business plan for each company that we have this week. I have no idea where that gets sent off to. I can only imagine it's being sent off to somebody who's actually never run a business and doesn't understand what a business plan is. But I'm thinking to myself, why do I have to do this? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, uh, as, as far as a business owner, I mean, don't I have the right to run my business the way I want to? I mean, I we're talking about opening nail salons now with, you know, hockey helmets. I mean, to me, that's just outrageous. Yeah, uh, the, I've got to analyze what you said, and, and you said, and they've been telling you you can't open. No, he's been telling you you can't open. Good right. point. Right. It's he, mm -hmm. one individual. And you're absolutely right. Uh, they, there is no right 
at least not provided by the constitutions of the state of New York or the United States of America, that allows the government to control our businesses. It just can't do that. It, you know, through proper legislation, with Senate and Assembly approval, measures can be implemented. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw that with the helmet laws, with the no smoking laws. You know, things were very controversial, but the the collective wisdom of legislators from all around the state opined, argued, debated. This is rule by fiat, by executive order that's gone on now for months, mm-hmm. March. And uh, you're, you're right that the businesses are being told by the governor and enforced by the attorney general, which is more abhorrent as far as I'm concerned. I mean, the attorney general's job should have been to stop the governor and say, hey, governor, right. we know you're doing this because you think it's in the best interest of the people, but you just can't do it. You know, just like you can't tell mm-hmm. them you have to take vitamins and you can't tell everybody they have to um, uh, uh, lose weight and sure. stay in shape. People have the right to govern their own businesses. But, yes, uh, people are having handcuffs put on them, and when this COVID business is passed, society is not going to look the way it does now. Many businesses will be shuttered for good. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think there's a lot of folks that are catching that yet, right? You've got mm-hmm. this unemployment stimulus that's out there, and, and think, oh, things are going to go back to the way they were, and they're, they're not. I mean, there's, there's just not. I mean, and some of these companies are not going to survive. We've, we've actually, we heard of a, a case in the Carolina this week where a $50 million family-owned business uh, estimated worth a year ago, $50 million. Restaurants, pubs, they've worked, you know, generation after generation, worked, they built this up, and it's they're not coming out of it. They're just right, not going to make right. it. And politics aside on this, I, I think the state probably has a lot of uh, fairly educated people in terms of what's going on in their own communities, what's going on in their own counties. And it, it, you, do, you would just think that they'd have been able to really give a lot of input, like you said, Steve, in the Senate, the Assembly, if they were able to have met with the governor and say, listen, in our area, this is what's going on, and here's some suggestions so that we do this in a really prudent way so people don't have to close their businesses. And, and much of what you're talking about, uh, you know, just I, I'm sitting here kind of reflecting on our experience and then um, why the decision to bring this action. And I just remember looking back when we started having inquiries from uh, the attorney general's office and Steve and the owner here did you know, just and the support staff did a fantastic job in terms of trying to be responsive. It's never like we were, it's not like we wanted to sit here and be irresponsible or not right. understanding of other people's rights to be free of our, you know, each other's germs, or, or we didn't take on or understand the gravity of what was happening. We, in fact, assured, tried to assure the Attorney General's office over and over and over again, if people want to work from home, they can. We have right. Of protocols here, it's not like we were flouting what you were saying is you know a reasonable person's approach. Hey, right, absolutely. Hey, Diane, we got to cut you yeah, off there. I'm so sorry. What's your phone on number one more time? And I appreciate you two joining us, uh, Steve uh, Cohen and Diane Teveron. Diane, one more time, real quickly, your phone number: seven one six six three six seventy six hundred. Okay, thanks, guys. Keep up the good fight, you two. Right, we'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network.
The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Open the curtain, please. We are introducing New York State Clean Hand Sanitizer made conveniently by the state of New York. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. This is a superior product to products now on the market. Purell, competitor, New York State Clean. It has a very nice floral bouquet, little I detected, lilac, hydrangea, tulips, what is it? Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, this is the Financial Guys Radio Network, and you might be listening online now, uh, you might be listening out in the Rochester area on WAM. WBEN 930 here in Western New York. iHeartRadio, radio.com. Yes, we're pretty much everywhere now, right? Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. YouTube, at FinGuys on Twitter. Yep. Um, you can uh, tweet us throughout the show if you'd like. Mm. Um, this is Mike Hayflick, Mike Lomas in studio. And uh, yeah, we've been talking a lot about this whole this whole idea of um, defunding police and you know, executive orders to basically make make uh, New York whatever our governor wants it to be. Whatever he wants it to be, yes. And yeah. he's done such a bang-up job. These Democrats have done just so, such a wonderful job in all these cities. Yeah. Let, me, let me just read something. This Dave DiPietro uh, texted me this, New mm-hmm. York State Assemblyman. We were told originally 160 million infected, 80 million hospitalized, 20 million dead. Those were the estimates back in February. Mm-hmm. This is why we had to flatten the curve. The experts, again, were totally wrong. By the way, Dr. Erickson that we had on here, banned from YouTube, banned from all the social media stuff, said this would happen. The financial guys Mm -hmm. said this would happen. They scared people for no reason. Now... Were they scared? Did they think maybe they did have the best of intentions and this is really what they thought? In February. But in February. We had no data. Dr. Erickson said that we had no data. Guess what? We started to have data. Right. And the data showed that this was totally wrong. Now, these right. are the same global warming people, I'm sure, that are coming, the academics that are coming right. up with the models, but they were way off. Way off. This is, we are yep. to the point where this is absolutely ridiculous. Right. I have said from day one, you never, ever, ever quarantine healthy people. I don't care what. I was right. right. And I'll Absolutely. continue to say I was no right. No doubt. And they're talking about cases, right? They're yeah. talking about more and more cases. Yeah. This is not a second wave, folks. No, no, no. Now These it's are, cases. There's yeah, Mark- a lot of testing going on. Remember yeah. it was all about testing? Yeah. That's where everything failed. Was there wasn't about, enough testing. It was all about hospitalization. Mr. Polencar oh, was singing a song. It was deaths, right? Remember? Then it yeah. was hospitalizations. Yeah. Then it's who's on vents. Yeah. Sing us now, a tune. Now it's, oh, look at the number of cases. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there's testing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, guess what? Hello. Mark? This is what happens when you do more testing. You find out there are more cases. Yeah. Doesn't mean hospitals are overwhelmed. Right. In this fact, is, none of them were. This is this is a, to Mr. Mr. Polencar's, and eventually I'll make a song up about it. Lots of cases, little death, 
Lots of cases, little death. I know. That's a good thing. <laughs> Lots Guess of- what? That means the numbers were really, really wrong, Mark. That's right. That's okay. Now it's time to get a backbone and step up and say, get these restaurants open. If they have any chance of surviving, they need to be open in western New York with right away. This is the time these people make money. That's right. They have a very limited window, Mark. I'm going to let you know. The seasons here go from okay weather, pretty nice, <laughs> to crummy really fast. Right, right, right. If there's any chance of these people surviving, it's not the patio. Let's mm-hmm. just hang out and see if we can have six chairs. It's not, well, we'll let them have 25% occupancy. Nope, yeah. 100% yeah. occupancy open. If you think your immune system is compromised, please don't come out don't because go. we don't want you sick. I don't will tell go. you, I want to go out. I think my mm-hmm. immune system's fine. I will take the chance. That's right. right. And don't it, it, ridiculous the amount of damage they have done with this. The amount of yep. people we will lose. And I, I, my last prediction, and I've said this for weeks: mm-hmm. those masks will kill more people, but because their immune systems will be compromised because yep. they're breathing in their own CO two levels right. and all this right. other stuff. Right. We will see all kinds of people sick over the next bunch of years because of the yep. way this is reacting. The thing about it is, is I think once we got into even March, it, it's, it, it just was no longer about science. It was yeah. no longer about data. No. It was about power. And it's about scaring people. Look what we it's can about do. Scaring people. Look Listen, what we can do. I, I, I'm so sick and tired of seeing these people on the, on the news in the morning, mm-hmm. right? The cameraman is 30 feet away from them, and they're wearing a mask. Right. You're scaring and my they're children. they're outside. Get the mask off. Get the mask off. You're you're reporting by yourself. Unless you're going to spit 20 feet and try to get the cameraman, you're not giving anybody COVID. So stop it. You're doing it to scare people. That's exactly right. You're doing it to scare people. Yep. And that's and and even if when business is open, people are going to be so scared to death they're going to say, oh, yeah. I better, st- I, I still better not go. My parents, when I were laughing, my mom was telling me a story. She goes, well, yeah, we my then my my dad's like me and my mom like they're like you know we're not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. It's my mask of freedom. That's where. So they went out to to dinner the other day in a patio, mm-hmm. and uh, they weren't wearing a mask. And somebody shows up with masks. There's four, four two two couples, four people show up with masks. And my, my mom says, I, I was going to stay and order another drink just to see how they were going to eat their dinner. Well, sure enough, they all show up a mass, right? Right. So they're going to save the world. And then at some point, they actually take the mass off to eat dinner. Right. Now, they're talking. They're talking through through this, right? Right. They're, they're, right. They didn't sit and eat dinner and not open their mouth at all and make it look down. Right. So they so And then after <laughs> dinner, they put their mask back down. Right. What is wrong with you? COVID COVID stays on the sideline as soon as you start eating. Yeah. I think that's been so, studied. So right? why show yeah. up at all with the mask? You're oh scaring the children. You're scaring the children. And by the way, I continue to hear this. Well, I can't get it because uh, I don't want my children to get right. sick. Yes, you, 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 I sort of do. Yeah. I do. I, I, I want, want my kids' <laughs> immune system yep. to get COVID-19 so they don't have to deal with it in the future. And they're actually going right? to be okay. It's It's got to stop. <laughs> how about, how about let's stop. have, we're going to have limited hours. We're going to have only Monday, Wednesday, Friday open because COVID, yeah, COVID oh, yeah. knows It's the craziest disease. It is just, yeah, it's, it's the craziest virus I've ever seen. One of the smartest diseases ever. Smartest a, virus ever. Unbelievably bright. I mean, yeah. to, to, to know that you could get people in a church but not protesting is Enough. really unreal. Enough. Right? It's amazing to me that if I go open my sol- uh, a salon, I don't have a salon, but if I open my hair cutting place, mm-hmm. uh, it would show up there. No, but if you but assembled a protest, it's fine. If I'm going to go, go s- down smash City a Hall. window and grab some Nikes, it's not there. It's, no, 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 no. It's no. not there. It's no, unreal. No. Uh, what do you want to yeah. do? You we got to bring in. Let's bring in Todd Akinger. Right. Yeah, Todd is our real estate expert, our yeah. guru. What's going on out in real With, estate? Uh, Todd? Metro Roberts. How are you, Todd? Now, Todd, does the COVID go into sh- seeing homes yet? Is that still part of it, or does it not? How does that work? With <laughs> Have you had any <laughs> update there been from Andrew? A white paper done on it yet? 
Weird. Yeah. I actually got one quick question. Are you going to have Megadeth or Brad Paisley do the Lots of Cases, Little Death song for you? <laughs> <laughs> lots of Cases, Little Death. Lots like, of good. I like so it. So my understanding, Ty, is if you show people homes as long as you're protesting, the COVID will not show up. That's why I bring a sign with a dry erase board. That's right. That's exactly what you do. That's exactly what you do. They don't list the house. COVID-free zone. Yeah. I like it. Yep. So how's the real estate market around here? Crazy. Yeah. Uh, we are allowed to get in the houses. Um, we do need to wear masks and sanitize. Mm-hmm. Fantastic stuff. Um, two people at a time. So, you know, husband and wife, the kids can't come along, and everybody's supposed to be uh, pre-qualified, which they should be anyway. You should be pre-qualified, right? Right, and that's why we got Ryan Norton. Although, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, he's been doing great things for me in the past week, so I got to give him his kudos. That's awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah, Ryan, we'll actually Ryan. be hearing from Ryan a little bit later in the show, folks. So he's our mortgage broker uh, now with the Financial Guys team. Yeah, I mean, there's, I'm honestly just kicking and scratching to get stuff in the 150 to 200 mark to list. I'm, mm-hmm. I've got so many buyers, but the inventory is so tight. You know, it's, it's just multiple offer, multiple offer, multiple offer. I went up to Niagara Wheatfield this morning, showed a $180,000 house, and then the agent calls me and says, oh, we had three offers last night. you got a half an hour to make up your decision. <laughs> no. And it's just the just lack of inventory out there, right? So if you're going to sell your house, now's the time. Yeah, and, and there's ways to protect you so you're not living in a, in a van down by the river. You know, right, right. Contingencies and stuff on it. Um, and there are things coming. I mean, I've got two great listings actually in the Iroquois school district coming along one's a 3200 square foot ranch on 13 acres hmm. and another one's a, a four bedroom four bath 27 square or 2700 square foot house with 1200 square foot of finished basement with a potential fifth bedroom down there it, it, there's good stuff coming yeah yeah um, it's just we don't have enough. I love the Chris Farley reference, by the way. That was awesome. Yeah, that was one of my favorite SNL skits. But do you think that, two questions for you, do you think Metro Roberts would have been doing the right thing anyway? Like they would have probably told their agents, listen, we're going to have you know, some people that might be vulnerable to this COVID and, and there might be people like reluctant to do things the traditional way. Don't you think you guys, like you as a company, would have just taken care of this anyway? Absolutely. <laughs> Our our owner, Jim, is a phenomenal person, and he really does have everybody's best interest, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's good to work for somebody like that. Yeah, and it, I mean, business owners usually do, because they want to be in business. They want people to come to them. They want to know that, hey, you've got a reputable, very sensible-minded business. The other thing was, um, you know, a lot of people I've talked to, they're thinking about relocating, surprise, surprise, out of New York, or even in within New York, but... They, they can't get, like, their carpets clean. They couldn't get painters in. They couldn't do all these things to improve their homes to get it showable. Do you find that that's been the case where they're saying, well, now that I can have people into the house, I can actually get some of these improvements done? Yeah, yeah, and honestly, my phone's been lighting up, and I've been helping people line up people as needed because we also renovate and flip houses a couple times a year, so I've got a nice little arsenal behind me of knowledge of who can do what. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's been nice. We've been prepping people and giving them advice, you know, and, you know, I've had a couple of people, hey, you know, I want to do X, Y, and Z. What order of importance should I do it? Right. We, we definitely have been prepping people. So when we've got the green light, we're as good as we can be. Awesome. Can I ask you just one last time, you said you had two properties that you were featuring. Um, are those not on the market yet, but they're going to be? 
Correct. Can you just just say those? We were up against the break, but if you could mm-hmm. just to say those two properties and your phone number in case anybody's interested and in, you know maybe he's trying to get on your list there. Yeah, I'm, I have a twenty seven hundred square. It's actually it, when you add it up, we're thirty five hundred square feet between you know finished basement and the existing house. Four bed, four bath, potential fifth bedroom and full bath in the basement. Um, that one's coming up, and I've got a thirty two hundred square foot ranch on 13 acres coming up nice. where, where are they though the first one is where first one's in marilla mm-hmm. oh cool one's in wales all right two iroquois school district homes yeah so look at if you're interested in talking to todd about possibly looking at mm-hmm. the stuff before it hits the market which it sounds like inventory is low you need to do that todd what's your number it's 912-8684 and don't forget gotati.com is the other way to find us Terrific. GoDotty.com. I like it. <laughs> Very nice. You can't, can't forget that. I can't help but not laugh at that. I Go love it. GoDotty.com. All right. <laughs> Thanks um, a lot, Todd. Thanks for joining us. 8684. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Awesome. All right, gentlemen. Right, we'll see you soon. Yeah, yeah, right. So Todd Akinger, our real estate uh, expert, um, giving us some feedback on what's going on in the market. So if you're looking to sell a home, Todd can be reached at 912 8684 we're going to take a quick break. We, we'll hit we the will phone hit, lines. Yeah, we will hit the phone lines. We definitely folks, are. And uh, real quick, um, we have a couple texts I wanted to read. Uh, diehard Democrats are electing incompetent people because of their skin color, their plumbing or orientation. And here we are in this mess. Did you see, you uh, printed out some of the demands they're looking for in oh Seattle, my gosh. right? Like, well, we uh, got to hit some of those so later. So only, they want only black, um, they only want black doctors yes. to help black people. I, That's I right. Tell, I've got black friends and I think my black friends want the best doctor. I do. <laughs> they, they I do. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm just I'm, saying, and I want that for. <laughs> Them. If like I, I don't want to say, hey, look, at, if you're going in for heart surgery, I want you to do me a favor. Make right. sure you get the right skin color. That's I want, exactly I want right. the right person helping. I want my that. knee repaired properly. I want yeah. the hip replacement yeah. by the best person, not yeah. by uh, by like what's your what's your gender, what's yeah. your sexual orientation, yeah. what color are you? Yeah. Um, small business needs to do what big box stores did, donate to Cuomo's campaign fund, then they can reopen. That yeah. was from Chris. Yeah, that's true. Hey, I'll tell you what, all these Democrats were – you know, I, we don't. Oh, we don't want these big box stores. You're right. hurting the mom and pops. Well, you have crushed the mom and pops. You have crushed it. No when doubt. folks say it's not political, no it sort of is. I mean, look at the yes. Republican, conservative Republicans. Many of them. Mm-hmm. Many of them. Most of them didn't think like me. I said you should never shut right. the economy down. Some of them said. Yeah, a week or two, right? As David DiPietro sent me, you know, we were talking about the potential for millions mm-hmm. and millions of right. Americans right. that were going to get this, right? We were told 160 million would be infected, 80 million hospitalized, and 20 million would be dead. A conservative right. Democrat Republican, many folks said, whoa, that's a big number. We got it. This is, let's think this through, right? right. But when those numbers weren't even close, they like weren't. their warming, no. like the global warming <laughs> estimates, not even close, not even near, not even anywhere close. You need to open up, and you need to open up with no rules. Let us open up the businesses. Let's go back to normal and let this thing roll its course. No doubt. And, folks, if you think like us, you need us throughout the week. We have a very, very unique homework process. Um, don't just turn over statements and think that a financial firm can do better for you just because they say so. Make them prove it. Have them take you through a process. They should tell you that products come last. You shouldn't be talking about products until you really understand What's the goal? Who are you as people? What's the process? And then you should be really, you should always be looking at their performance as a as a firm and are they holding up their end of the bargain? If you've been trying to call your financial advisory firms and they've either been closed 
or they're not listening to you, they're not responding to your messages, might be time to give someone else a try. We'd love for you to give us a try. You can reach us at 833-FINGUYS, 633-1515 here in Western New York. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to hit the phone lines as soon as we get back. This is the Financial Guys Radio Network. Don't turn that dial. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. Quick plug, we have a great event coming up this Wednesday, June 17th at 6.15 p.m. Of course, it's a virtual workshop, virtual webinar, our economic and market update webinar sponsored by Independent Solutions. That's our registered investment advisory firm that we rely on for all the investment management, the wealth management of our of our clients' money. And um, because of the COVID-19, of course, we're doing this as a webinar. You can call in uh, to 633-1515 or 833-FINGUYS to register or right from our website, thefinancialguys.com. You know we're going to have Paul Meeks, chartered financial analyst, nationally known uh Boy, often on CNBC, every couple weeks, every week almost. Yeah, bringing on the tech Wall side. Street to Main Street, our financial team and our investment arm. Absolutely. I mean, really, you know, one of, led by guys like uh, John Thur, chartered financial analyst, mm-hmm. Paul Meeks, on CNBC Squawk Box, usually on average about once a week, right? Absolutely. And uh, you, you folks have access to these types of, uh, this type of talent right mm-hmm. here in Western New York, whether it's Rochester. Uh, Buffalo, we do have offices down in South Florida as well. So use our team as a Absolutely. resource, 833-FINGUYS. And we say, with you know, these folks don't have a crystal ball. We all wish we did when it comes to investing. But I'll tell you what, they are the, one of the most tuned-in teams. We have about 180 years of experience on our investment committee. And, boy, are they ever tuned into the earnings reports and the Federal Reserve meetings and, mm-hmm. and the markets and what's yeah. going on. So yep. please tune in for that. Again, you can register off our website, thefinancialguys.com, or just call our office. All right. Well, um, we're going to bring in. Uh, Let's go to Randy Medicare. real quick. Oh Let's yeah, Randy, Randy real quick, perfect. and then we'll go to Brandjanic. Randy, thank you, thank you for waiting, and uh, we appreciate you calling in. Oh, thanks, Mike and uh, Mike, and I heard you guys said that uh, Glenn was out fishing or hunting or something. Probably yeah, fishing, <laughs> fishing. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Hey, uh, silly question here. Maybe well, for you, it's probably second nature for you, but. Um, so I, I'm going to be retiring in about 10 years, and I, 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 my pension, my Social Security should be fine for my wife and I. But I have a, uh, a side uh, deferred like fund. It's, it's a little over a couple hundred thousand dollars that I was going to give to the kids and the grandkids. Mm-hmm. So 10 years from now, I was going to start drawing on that so, because my income will be lower, so I can basically you know take it out tax and not pay much taxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. 10 years from now. So would you consider that a higher, I put them in higher risk uh, stocks, lower risk stocks, or medium? Because uh, they, they give us 15 funds and they rank them from high to low. Sure. I, I would uh, where to go with that. I'll let Mike start. Yeah. I, and I have some thoughts on that, yeah, too. I, I'm a big believer in, first of all, making sure that you don't need that money for you. Right. I would tell you to to spend a few minutes. We can actually do it through Zoom if you don't want to drive all the way in from Batavia, although we have an office in Rochester and in in Buffalo. 
but I would map out your investment plan. Because a lot of times people will say to us, I think our Social Security and our pensions will just cover everything. But then we'll start to add in inflation and we'll say, hey, I know you didn't think you needed that money. Mm -hmm. But boy, look at what happens 15 years from now if we go through a period of high inflation. And I think one of the things a lot of people forget about is we haven't had that in a long time. right? Inflation has been 2%, one5 2.5%. What if it's 7 what if it's eight? What if you're? What if now your expenses double over a ten-year period, right? So the first thing is let's really make sure you don't need that, right? Second, I love the fact that you're thinking about recharacterizing your stocks uh, or your mm-hmm. or tax-deferred stuff to to, um, to other vehicles that are you know taxable, but at a um, your you know lower mm-hmm. rate for your kids that you're going to inherit it, right? So you know maybe you convert it to a Roth IRA. Those are other things mm-hmm. that you can start to look at because you can do a Roth conversion. But I love the fact you're thinking, hey, look at let's be proactive with these taxes. Absolutely, um, you know a lot of that comes down to your tolerance for risk, right? If you're willing to be more aggressive, it doesn't mean that you need to take that money out and then spend it, right? You can take that money and move it over mm-hmm. into a uh, non-qualified uh, chassis, but still invest in, th- in the same types of things. So let's just say ten years from now the stock market's down, and you say, "Boy, I don't want to take it out now." Well, you can just recharacterize it, right? You can take twenty thousand out or thirty thousand out and move it over into some of the same things you have so you're not losing the potential for growth, if that makes sense, right? But a lot of it comes down to your willingness to be more growth-oriented and not panic when the stock market's down. That's right. The only thing I'd add to that, Randy, is you know, you're approaching this, this new phase, right? You're going from, I call it the hire, you go from hire to retire to expire, right? <laughs> you're, you're approaching maybe, what, in the next eight to 10 years, that retire moment. And I'd say you really have to to look at it through a different lens. You, you've probably been looking at accumulation of wealth, right? That's what we all do. We like, we like to put more away, invest it wisely, try to get good return on our investments. But when you get to the retirement, um, you know, kind of like you see it sort of like the, the light at the end of the tunnel, you've got to look through a different lens and that's the retirement income planning lens. A lot of people don't see it that way. They think, well, I'm just gonna hope and pray that, I, that this works out. As a social security claiming strategist, I have a great group of people between Ron Reinstein, Ron Pierce, and myself. We help people figure out on the retirement income side how to put your capital to the best use. So yeah. if you want to go I, through a process with us, please feel yeah, free to Yeah, that might be in. deferring your social security and actually pulling money out for you in the short term. You got so it. Call got us it. at the office, Randy. We'll do a Zoom with you and get you in the right direction. Thanks, okay, Randy. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. You'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. Mike Lomas and Mike Hayflick. Thank you. make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit for political purposes my opponent's youth and inexperience. Although I've been around for a while, I can remember when a hot story broke and the reporters would run in yelling, stop the chisels. But I am aware of my age. When I go in for a physical now, they no longer ask me how old I am. They just carbon date me. You're listening to The Financial Guys, local financial experts, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Well, our last half hour here today, folks. Beautiful day here in Western New York. Sunny, 
Looks like six, seven days of no rain. I'll believe it when I see it. Mm. How about that nice gusting winds the other night? Big tree fell. You helped me get that out of my yard. Yeah, we did some manly things <laughs> together. We uh, we cut a tree out of Mike's backyard. Cut a tree. Pieces. <laughs> social distance. I'm still too. sore. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we did social distance. Yeah, yeah. he made sure yeah. he stayed six feet away from the chainsaw, so it worked out. No question. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise I wouldn't have. I would no. have been right there next nah, to you, you like grab right it by like, bare hands. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, what's going on out there, everyone? Uh, we got lots of defund the police uh, chants. We've got, oh, it seems like I, I heard they were COVID. setting up uh, tents now. Is that true? Tents in, in uh, yes. Niagara Square. So yes. they're packing the yeah, so just, yeah. just let them sit there. Let's let them ruin the beautiful uh, that uh, that you know city hall. That front is just mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful. Let's just let them camp out there and, and ruin that. That's the loving left, and uh, we've got some really good. Uh, we got the demands of this uh, Chaz group out in Seattle that are that are basically they took over five blocks um, barrack. I mean, I still can't yeah. believe it when I even say it. Like they barricaded five blocks. Yeah. Originally, and originally I said, look, it, Trump's got to get a handle on this. Just send people in and clean it out. Mm-hmm. But now I'm thinking, yeah. you know, what, the Seattle mayor's supporting this, right? Hey, look it. Yeah. This is all love and peaceful. It's love. Hang okay, then it's your deal. This is then peaceful. Then it's your deal. Then it's your deal. Yep. Then it's your deal. That's, that's you. They're basically going to turn a police precinct into some community center. Unfortunately, sure. and by the way, don't think, oh, that can't happen. But Oh, yes, it can happen. It can Buffalo. happen. It absolutely can. We have a mayor now that's saying it's okay to steal. It's fine. As long yep. as you break up the drugs and you do it in smaller quantities, mm-hmm. and as long as you steal only a certain amount of stuff, we'll just give you an appearance ticket. It'll you know, just be a Don't worry about it. Exactly. Little Billy, I'm sure, will just come in and, and be really yeah. sad. and you know We'll put right. him in the corner. We, we'll, we'll make him stand on the corner. Well, yep. he's already doing that. Uh, Hmm. Yep. And 911 <laughs> calls in Seattle, by the way, are taking three times the amount of, of time because of this whole mess. I didn't think they needed three the police Three times there. the amount of time. I didn't think they needed the police there. So you're sitting in a recliner, you know, you're 68 years old, and you feel like, geez, I might be having a heart attack, a stroke. You call 911, good yeah. luck. You might not make it because yeah. they are not. They might not respond um, yeah. quickly enough. Why? Because they're doing some peaceful protesting mm. there, folks. And uh Time yeah, to support just, our just police crazy. officers, by the way. That my opinion, Absolutely. the two that are, I guess, off the force now or yep. on, on, you know, on leave or whatever right. from the city of Buffalo for pushing this mm-hmm. man because of his age, which to me is garbage. If you're in riot gear, those police deserve to live. Uh, they've been protecting us. They're, you know, they're in riot. First of all, this guy's an instigator. He's been an instigator. But if you're going to approach people in riot, uh, police officers in riot gear, there's a good chance you might get bowled over. Absolutely. Hey, look at you're going to reach for their. They their kind guns of did stiff arms on them. It looked like like any, a stiff arm. Just anywhere keep near them, from, them yeah. anywhere near them. Right. Where these 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 folks are throwing bricks at them. Firecrackers at him. So what happens? So mm-hmm. they they let this guy come up and what? Like grab his gun? Right. What? Come on. I, I mean, appreciate you know, law enforcement. I want you guys to show up if I need you. So yes. I, I I know yeah. our team appreciates I, what I you would, guys do. I would ask you to do me one favor, law enforcement. Remember our rights. Right. Mm-hmm. We have the right to assemble, meaning we have the right to go to work. Right. I That's mean, right. To me, I just can't believe this. Like gyms are not open, right? So you can't have a healthy immune system, right. yet it's not a problem to loot and smash windows and steal Nike sneakers. Mm-mm. That's just fine, right? Nope. It's okay to protest and walk up and down and, and spray paint windows. That's, right. That's just fine. But I can't open my uh, my store. I can't mm-hmm. open my gym. Ridiculous. No. And mo- we need can't a bigger voice. But By the way, a business community, you need to start stepping up and saying enough is enough. You can't just sit back, right? Yep. You can't just sit back. Enough is enough.
Well, I think we're going to bring in Brian Janik. Yeah, uh, all right, or, let's bring Brian in real Brian. quick. Brian, uh, one of the heads of our Medicare team. Sorry for keeping you on hold, Brian. What's going on with Medicare? I know you've been helping out a lot of people, not only with Medicare, but insurance. A lot of people have lost their job and need insurance, and you can help them, right? Right. So uh, um, we have the, the Medicare part of it where we're helping people turn in 65, people that are retiring. We also have individuals, people that aren't eligible for Medicare, we're uh, certified with the New York State of Health, so we can help them with subsidies and programs that they'd be available for to help with the health insurance. And we also do group insurance. So we also mm-hmm. um, health insurance, dental, life, um, disability for, for companies. And one of the big things for companies that came out this past week was they got their notice of their proposed rates for 2021. And undoubtedly, it's going to cause a lot of stir. People are going to be like, I can't believe they're asking for this size increase. You know, my rates are going up this amount. Keep one thing in mind that this is the proposed rate. This is not the actual uh, the rate that has been approved by New York State. Um, anytime the carriers do a rate filing, they have to notify the companies of the proposed filing. So that's what that's what everybody received at this point. For some carriers, the, the rate filings look good. For other ones, some plans are looking at these high increases. But what people can be kind of keep in the back of their mind is, yes, the COVID pandemic is a concern for 2020. The, the, the carriers can't put any losses from 2020 into their rates for 2021. That's not the way that the system works. However, if the pandemic is going to continue into 2021, that's where they, that's where they're, that's where they can start to put in money for that. So while we do have the higher costs coming down right now because of the pandemic and some of the things that people with hospitalizations and stuff, and but that's also being balanced out that there's a lot of people that aren't getting certain things done out there. You know, there's been a lot of surgeries that people haven't been able to get done. So, yes, COVID has provided some costs, but then on other ends of it, you just haven't had other health services that are being done. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it should end by November, so that's good. So it should be, my guess is, just my prediction would be sometime in November it'll go away. So all <laughs> or, of a sudden the anchors will another, take their mask off. And, another wave, I'm yeah, sure, is yeah. going to come. Oh, no, that'll be October. That'll, that'll be, be October, October yeah, yeah. Going into November. Yeah. Awesome. Brian, thank yeah. you. Yeah, so folks, if you're uh, looking for an expert in group insurance, um, health insurance pre-Medicare, so before you turn 65 or at 65, we have AHIP certified Medicare specialists. Brian is just one of many really, really good agents, folks, that can help you in a very kind of um, almost like an agnostic way. Don't They don't care what companies you end up with. They're going to find you the best coverage at the best premiums. Please use our team as a resource, the Financial Guys Insurance. All, all certified, by the way, 633-1515 or 833-FINGUYS out in Rochester. Brian, last question. You guys start up baseball yet or what? Um, we uh, are doing it more and more right now. So um, we actually just uh, had a informal gathering this morning um, uh. with 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 the team, and we've actually the past couple the past couple weeks we've done more informal gatherings, and we've had probably six about six guys six to eight guys out at a time, and 
obviously we're on baseball diamonds, so it's oh yeah, easy to social distance. You you really can't ask for a sport built for social distancing better than baseball. So no, you're right. So yeah. it, it it drives us up a wall that you know that that we have to not have these kids playing right now. But well, Brian, there's a zero percent chance that they could die of COVID, so that's why. Right. Yeah, a zero. A zero percent chance of them dying from COVID. So that's why we have to do that with the children. So. Right. Hopefully you're at full steam ahead soon, Brian. Yep. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining us, pal. See you in the office. Yep. All right. Yep. All right. Brian nice. Janik, health insurance specialist in our office. Sneaking uh, another call here? Yeah, like let's get John from Rochester through the phone here. Lines here. Hey, John, how are you? Hey, Mike and Mike. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing awesome. Good. All I got to say is TLM, Police Lives Matter. Yes, they do. Uh, yes, yes they do. Uh, you know, yes, those, those officers down in New York City did a great job. They're not the ones smashing in the buildings. They're the ones mm-hmm. that have been protecting us for years. Look, if we need to, you know, do some, you know, uh, get together and, and sort of figure out a game plan mm-hmm. to, you know, you know, maybe address the black community and some of the problems that have been there, I get that. But, the you know, police officers aren't bad. You know, 97% of them are good people. They're not all this guy that, they, you know, it took down uh, George Floyd. It's it's a shame. It's really a shame. And all these cities, well, we don't want the police department. Okay, take it away. But don't call 911. Don't call 911. John, how about the uh, the Minneapolis politician when she was asked by uh, actually one of the more liberal-minded uh, reporters out there? She said, what if in the middle of the night my home is broken into? Who do I call? And she says, and this is, this is a real, like, straightforward answer. I mean, I hear that loud and clear from a lot of my neighbors, and I know, and myself too, and I know that, you know, see how this is right to the point, that comes from a place of privilege, because for those of us who would see the system as working, I think we need to step back and imagine what it would feel, blah, 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 blah. She never answers the question, if someone breaks through my front door and is going to try to kill me or steal my things, what do I do? She, they have no They have no reason. They have no, no, uh, no. you know, it's what, call call 1-800-COMMUNITY? <laughs> yeah, unicorns and fairy dust. You <laughs> yeah. throw, throw, throw fairy yeah. dust in their eyes yeah. and hope and pray. I, I mean, it's just brutal. We had to, uh, I'll tell you, Black Lives Matter, they've got some good points, but they, they have a history, though, of uh, promoting violence against and death against police. We had a Black Lives Matter leader here in Rochester, one of the leaders here in Rochester, who two weeks ago said she doesn't care if the rioters burn down the city of Rochester. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Unreal. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's morphed. It morphed really quick into something way different than just simply talking about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. I mean, it morphed yeah. a long time ago. It's And we'll actually read some of the demands of this this Chaz group, you know, this peaceful but protesting these inner group. cities are, are pandering to mm-hmm. the small group of these folks who are, are I'll tell you, a lot of them are inner city white kids, or uh, sorry, suburban white kids. Right. These are suburban white kids that are in there saying, you know, get rid of the police department. There's no question. But they're pandering to them. Yep. Our mayor here in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, let's change the rules. You can now you can now steal some stuff. Just, yeah, you just got to make sure it's the right quantity. What a joke. Yeah. And he says, well, you know what? We can't embarrass these people if they were caught stealing. We can't do that and arrest them and put them in handcuffs. You, we can't do that. No way. Yeah. Just give them a ticket. They'll appear in they'll appear in court some other time. Oh, give me a it's, break. It's, it's, where uh, have we gone? They're delusional. Is where they've gone. John, we'll give you the final thought here. What about that dumbbell, Gugino in Buffalo? What a dumb. Dumbbell he was. Yeah, and I, I can't believe more people aren't in support of these police officers. I, I got to tell you, those police officers' lives matter. 
They were told to be in riot. Uh, they were first mm-hmm. of all, they were told that you just continue to move. Right, that's their job. They were told to continue to move, and there's paramedics in the back to help. So all these people say, "Well, they didn't stop." I heard Rachel Maddow. I can't believe they didn't stop. That's not no, their they job, did. Rachel. They I, did. You know Some what? of I them can't did. Believe, the ones in the back I, rows stopped. That's I, their I job. I can't believe somebody would approach police in riot gear. In the middle of these police officers getting right. thrown stones at their head, firecrackers at their head. Some right. of them have been right. shot. Bottles of urine. We haven't even talked about. What about break. David Dorn? I mean, how, how tragic is that? I'm oh hearing a few hundred people showed up. How did how did a few hundred yeah. thousand people not show up for yep. him? Right. Yep. This black police officer who was shot by a black man. Protecting his friend's business. Yeah, a class act. <laughs> When you yep. look back at this guy's life, he mm-hmm. was going back to educate kids, to talk about becoming police officers, to serve right. in their community. I and mean, this guy was a class Absolutely. act. Yep. And the and the mainstream media, the dirtbags that they are, mm-hmm. can't even spend two seconds on this guy's nope. life. Awful. No. Awful. He should be arrested, seriously, for police interference. He should be arrested. He should have been arrested. Absolutely, he should have been arrested. Right? You have the right to peacefully assemble. You don't have the right to do what he's been doing. No. Now, those police no. officers' lives matter, and you know what? He got hurt. Oh, well. Don't go after the police officers the way you did, because those two police officers mm-hmm. deserve to go home to their kids. They're helping. Now they got to defend against this guy as a brick gets smashed in the back of their head. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. Thanks a lot, John. Thanks, John. Always appreciate you. Keep buddy. rolling. Can we do one more quick? Or are we yeah, let's yeah, go let's to Kevin. We'll go to Kevin in Pendleton. Right. Kevin, how are you, sir? Real quickly, Kev. Hey, how are you doing, guys? Good. Good. What, um, uh, I remember wrong made it A-OK. Snatch your chain necklace and, um, and, and you know, it's legal. Yeah, well, it's not legal. It's mm-hmm. still illegal, Kevin. But instead of arresting you, we're just going to give you, you know, like little piece of paper to come back at some other time. We'll talk so about it later. About it. That's all. Yeah, and if it's drugs, just get small quantities of it, not big ones. Yeah. Percussions, yeah, man. And by the way, Crystal People's Stokes, you know, you insulted mm-hmm. me and offended me saying that, uh, that, that, that that we have to humble ourselves. No, the word is respect. We need to respect the law. And that's where the problem is. That's why we have all this criminal activity taking place. I, I wish there was. I wish there was as much outrage about the school systems, right? I mean, when you look at the the right. inner city schools mm-hmm. and the graduation rates, right? Right. And then you see people like Carl Palladino who get involved to try to change it. Right. But you know, why aren't people in the streets protesting the twenty five percent graduation rates in some of our schools? Right. No idea. That's the pride. It's a cultural problem. Look at. Are there some bad eggs in the in the police right. department? Yes. Do they need some training yes not nearly not nearly as bad as the graduation rates and what we're doing to these kids not no, no ne- question. not even close when there's when there's bad police officers you get rid of the bad police officers if there's bad military members you get rid of those yep. if there's bad teachers you should get yep. rid of the bad teachers absolutely you if don't there's defund a bad system everything. You should you should you, figure it out. You right? figure it out. But yet, when somebody comes in and says, "Hey, look, the graduation rates are really bad here, and it's your children," and so now we're going to defund racist, education. Scumbag, we're we're going to get rid of the schools. We're just yeah. going to not not have schools. Yeah. We're going to abandon or b- abolish schools now. Right. Well, they want to do that. Andrew did, <laughs> and then all of a yeah. sudden, the teachers union goes, "Wait a minute, that means our jobs might be gone." Yeah, oh no, on. we don't like that. Kevin, <laughs> final thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quite right, guys. And by the way, um, it took thirty years for Nancy Pelosi to realize that she's surrounded by confederate, uh, statues of confederate generals and so on. And by the way, I can go into the Clinton's campaign um, memorabilia, you know, from when they was in Arkansas, and guess what they had on their, uh, on their promotion uh, mm. um, things? 
Frederick flag. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> it's whatever the wind, wherever the wind blows for them, right? Wherever yeah. the money is to be made. They're they're the biggest money-making dirtbags I've known. Oh, huh. ACT. Yep. Thanks, Thanks Kevin. All right, real quick break. Um, yeah, I'll take a quick Actually, break should here. we bring in Ryan quick? Let's bring Ryan. Really. Um, yeah, Ryan yeah, real perfect. Fast? Hey, uh, mortgage specialist Ryan Norton, mortgage broker in our office now, yep. um, just doing amazing things. Um, actually, I know, Ryan, uh, you're on the air, I think? I'm here. Hey, pal. So um, I uh, I know that in uh, probably next week we might be talking about my own personal mortgage uh, story Ooh, with everybody. I the know. Details? All the details. <laughs> a, refi, a refi story you <laughs> will not want to miss, right? <laughs> find, all out, find all about Maybe. Mike Hayflick's credit score. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's a season of love, and I love what I did on my refi. So we're going we're gonna to play turn, turn, turn next week. But <laughs> Ryan, you can shop companies. I think that's so big, right? I mean, you go to one bank, you might get one result that you don't like. Got to shop the rates. That's right. It's not only just shopping the rates, which is a, which is a huge part of it. We actually... Uh, had a customer that I spoke with this weekend. Um, well, I guess it would be yesterday, so I guess it wasn't the weekend yet. It depends on how you count it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does not agree with us at all. Okay. <laughs> he is completely on the other end of the spectrum. But he called because he said, my money doesn't have a party affiliation. Mm. And I said, you know what? That's You have to do what's best for you, and regardless, we'll talk to anyone. It's just... Um, so talking to him and, and when I was able to shop around for him, he said that he went to his bank, uh, and his bank, and what happens when you, when you go to just one place, if it doesn't fit their niche or it's not mm-hmm. they're really looking for, sometimes they will give you a number, but they will purposely try to price you out or make you go away. Sure. Sure. It's kind of like not in their wheelhouse. Right. Exactly. It's not something they're really interested in. So we were able to, to shop that around, and it ended up being about a point and a half savings, and it ended up being about a $68,000 reduction. <laughs> wow. 68000 in his own pocket. He became a conservative real fast, <laughs> huh? Capitalism actually works. Right away. Yeah. Um, but he was super appreciative and said, I'm so glad I made this call. And, and honestly, from last week's radio show, he kind of stumbled upon uh, WBEN. I don't think he even realized it, but mm-hmm. heard you guys talk about it. So. Um, just by accident, we were able to save him a ton of money, and it was a great accident for him. So, yeah. great. That's so great. cool. Well, shop the rates, and uh, if you need Ryan, by the way, use him as a resource, whether it's a refi, rates are low, or whether you're trying to get pre-qualified. Don't mm-hmm. wait around for that. Todd Akinger from uh, Metro Roberts or, uh, said before, like you, you got to get pre-qualified. you got to know what you're doing with your home, and, and Ryan can help shop the rates and get you pre-qualified. He can also talk to you about, hey, look, at here's some things in your credit score maybe that you need to look at, too, to boost that up. So, Ryan, I appreciate it, buddy. And uh, 633-1515 if you need him in Buffalo. 833-FIN-GUYS. You're helping a lot of folks out in Rochester. What about down in South Florida, too? You've got a few calls from them, right? Some folks down there. We actually have three active pre-qualifications for South Florida right now. So they're out shopping this week, actually, because you can do a little bit more real estate-wise. But if you're looking to stay local, Todd uh, with Metro Roberts is an awesome resource. I talk to him all the time, and he knows so much about what's going on in the real estate world right now. So make sure you're following up with me for the pre-approval, but make sure you give him a call for the uh, to let them have a you know start looking at some houses. Yeah, awesome, sounds great, awesome, cool. sounds good. All right, Ryan. So next week maybe uh, it's my story, my refi story with Ryan Norton. <laughs> Everybody will be waiting. <laughs> breath. All thanks, right, thanks, thanks Ryan. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll get Jim and Dan up on deck here. Perfect. Yes. So uh, we'll be right back. We're going to try and get everyone back in here. All the calls. Finish these calls up. And uh, continue joining our Saturday here. We are the Financial Guys, the Financial Guys Radio Network. Mike Hayflick and Mike Lomas. 
It's a write-off for them. How is it a write-off? They just write it off. <laughs> write it off what? Jerry, all these big companies, they write off everything. You don't even know what a write-off is. Do you? No, I don't. <laughs> but they do. And they're the ones writing it off. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Alrighty, welcome back. Just a few more minutes left here on the Financial Guys Radio Network, and uh, we're going to go back to the phone lines. Um, it goes way so fast. I know. We need hours Holy here. Cow. Hours, not there, two. We, we need totally, four to eight. Man, we've got uh, Jim. Yeah, guys, I'm going to get straight to it. Not much time. Um, I was originally four when those when they took over that five or six blocks there in Seattle of President Trump, you know, using the uh, Insurrection Act of 1807. Yep, me mm-hmm. too best troops we've got. Yep. Let's make a statement and show them who the boss is. However, Savage said something now that has sort of changed my opinion. Mm-hmm. He was saying how Antifa or Antifa, whatever they're called, they have a white leadership. Black Lives Matter has a black leadership. And according to what Savage has been hearing through the grapevine, the black leadership and the white leadership have been getting into some fistfights with each other, <laughs> policies and procedures, mm-hmm. not getting along. So what I'm thinking, first of all, this is something that could help pr- President Trump the second term. Why? Yeah, I, I don't deny that. You know, but it, now it's to the point where forget about Trump; it's about our country, right? I, that I, I mean, do we want a police force? Do we want people right. breaking into homes? I mean, do we want you know that? It's just to me, it's just ludicrous at this point. But it is. But here's the thing: the mayor and the governor are directly responsible for this. Of course, mm, they are. No Absolutely, doubt. spot on. A I could be wrong, but the liability is on the mayor and the governor. Absolutely. It's mm-hmm. all about leadership, right? Look at this. Byron Brown, right. look at Seems like a nice enough guy. This is a dumb thing. You don't ever tell people, yeah, it's okay, right? We'll right. just give you a citation for stealing? It's, no. It's like saying, hey, hey, kids, you can't cheat on these tests. Ah, well, but if you just take a look at yeah, it. Yeah, if you cheat a few a questions, few, A few questions, okay. but just don't make the whole test. I, I mean, you're talking about building criminals. Like, ah, it's okay. You know, little Billy only sold, stole a certain amount. Little Billy's coming back to steal the car next, and he's coming in to smash your window once you let him get away with the first two. Yeah, I know, but here's the thing. Think about it. These are people we hate anyway, and they hate us. If they start killing each other, that solves our problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, to your point is they're destroying inner city communities. I hate to say it, but they're, destro- they're destroying the very communities that are supposed that are embracing them. You know, I- It doesn't make any sense. But my-, my point is this. Here's my point. Final, that's all I have to say. If the white leadership and the black leadership hurt each other, kill each other, so be it. Goodbye to all of you. But well, that solves the problem. Well, yeah. and yeah, and Trump might not have to do a darn thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just wish these inners, thanks to him for the call. I wish these folks would get their act together and say, really, here's what matters, right? Right. Look, if you're going to protest and we're going to protest and we're going to really, truly fix stuff, 
like, you know, we're going to fix the school system, right? We're going to have more training, you know. Right. I, I'll tell you this. We were talking about this today. If you want to make money, there's tons of ways to make money. We were trying to oh find a gosh. pool guy to help us with the pool. <laughs> yeah, if anybody knows of somebody who really knows about pools and actually has availability, call our office, please, please call us. Please, please, please call us. Honest right? to God. But I think that's it, guys. So we're Sorry, Joe <laughs> we're, and Dan. Yeah, please call next week. I'll be hosting with Mike Sparaza and happy to do that. Um Thanks for tuning in today. Esther, the tax lady, and her team is up next. For Mike Lomas, this is Mike Hayflick. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Stay listening to the Financial Guys Radio Network here.